Welcome to First Time Parents, our podcast, an unedited, unfiltered account of our journey as parents, um, sharing all our shitty and glorious moments. I'm Heidi. I'm Griffo. Hello. Nice to meet you all. (laughs) (laughs) I think the one question that we get hammered with, and I'm sure many first time parents will relate, is what's your relationship like after the baby? How are you guys going? How are you traveling? How are you traveling? Because... Well, we know the first six-week bubble was super intense, but I think all in all, you know, when the person goes, but when one of the pe- people goes back to work, um, do you know what I mean? Your kind of reality sets in. Yeah, that initial hype of, has, has slightly subsided. Yeah, and then, like this is your life now. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> you, you pretty much. Yeah. You can't give the baby back. And so you kind of go into reality and so, Come you know. Come terms with that. Yep, yeah, you go back into routine and all that kind of stuff. What is your relationship like? And we are going to delve into that today. We've both thought about some questions to ask each other um, on where we think our relationship's at. So it'll be interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might not make it to next week. There might be a divorce. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or we well. could divorce right on here. But the one, one thing we like why we really make this commitment to do this podcast is genuinely, I think it's like a therapy session. Yeah, well, we managed to get a lot off our chest and then also yeah. I think talking through things, we, we find that after a, <laughs> I was going to call it a session, <laughs> after the podcast, you do feel a bit lighter. Yeah. Like you've digested some, yeah. some shit that's on your mind or you might have, um, I don't know, come to an agreement or whatever of how we can make things better or where we both stand. So, yeah. <laughs> well, this is my commitment to you. I will She's not... holding my hand right now. <laughs> I think she's scared of what I'm going to tell her. I would be too. <laughs> I will not hold judgment here today. Every, this is a safe space. I don't think we need to prepare ourselves <laughs> for anything too bad, so settle um, down. <laughs> well, let's get into the formalities. A massive shout out to our sponsors, Ergo Baby. So they're an innovative and ergonomic baby carriers um, fit for any family. And what I actually love is, again, this is a product that I've used um well, since Memphis was born, um, all the W's, ergobaby.com.au. If you want to get 15% off, use the code Heidi15. Now, I I ended up getting the Omni 360 Ergo Baby Cool Air, which is a mesh carrier, um, multiple positions, but I can carry Memphis and so can you. You actually use it as well, up to 20 kilos in that's all a, different That's a positions. lot of baby hanging <laughs> off your chest. <laughs> I know, but the thing about it is it's got like... Um, awesome support system. Oh, um, and multiple positions that you can use it. And I know for me, when you go to work, that I put the baby carrier on and so that I can walk along the beach in the sand because I kind of got over just pushing the pavement and the pram every day and I wanted to actually ground myself (laughs) (laughs) and and walk along the sand every day. And I can do that now with this awesome baby carrier. Well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, Really convenient. Um, Make sure you do check them out. They've also got a brand spanking new Ergo Baby Embrace, which is their newest carrier and it's um, perfect for newborns. So if you want to check either of those out and everything else they have going there, make sure you check out all the W's, ergobaby.com.au. Okay, our relationship after the baby. Where do we start? Okay, I'll start with you, babe. How do you think our relationship is, honestly? <laughs> the therapy <laughs> session has started. Honestly, no, I think it's in a really good space. Um, like you say, we, we talk, talk of this bubble and I, I think you, you do kind of forget about your relationship in those first few weeks because it's just so intense um, you've just 
taken on board this little baby and you're so scared and feared for their life. So you, you really do focus on the baby. And I think you do sort of forget a bit about yourself and the relationship, um, which I don't think is a, a bad thing because it didn't have any major effects to us. But you do sort of put that on hold. The main focus is the, you know, your, your newborn. So with that being said, time's now gone past. <laughs> that was so professional. <laughs> with that being said, yeah. Time's now passed and, you know, reality's, like reality's in. kicked in. I'm back at work and now you're doing a few things on the side and, you know, life's caught up and we can actually see a bit clearer. Um, I do feel like things are going pretty good. Always there's room for improvement and I think spending a bit more time just us two would make things a little bit better. But, you know, we are still figuring these things out as we go. Um, but as a whole, I think we're in a really good position. You know, we, we have we do have some nice times. You sound times. like a politician. <laughs> we do have like an amazing time together. Like I said, be nice to get a bit more time, but time unfortunately isn't on our side yet, but maybe in a couple of years time. <laughs> <laughs> when is it school? <laughs> but no, like, you know, we have the likes of uh, my parents, your parents that come over quite a bit yeah. um, where we can just, you know, handball him off for an hour or two, which gives us that time of knowing that we don't need to worry about him. We can spend some time with each other which is it it is really vital and important to having a healthy relationship so do you um resent memphis sometimes for taking our time away um i mean i guess yes to a certain degree but resent's a pretty you know harsh word i think there's times that you go like oh it was nice when he wasn't here because we didn't have to worry about spent you know splitting our time three ways you know it was just Mm. for myself or us and, and you know, I do miss those times because they are few and far between and those times were really special to me. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I know things will get easier and we will find that time that we used to have Eventually. together. But how do, you, how do you do that, I guess, now when you're in the thick of it? Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, in two years' time we'll be fine. Like tomorrow isn't promised, do you know what I mean? So like how do we... I guess, nurture our relationship now. Do you know what I mean? Without putting it on hold, like, because he is obviously the most important person to both of us right now. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, how do you, do you how do you nurture that? Um, it's a tough one, but I think there is a bit of it like, well, you just have to suck it up because mm. in, in life there are challenges that, of course, you could go, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. But sometimes it just, you just got to give. And at the moment, our relationship is, you know, got to give a little bit and it's not in a bad way and we're in a turmoil, but that's one thing that unfortunately we can't give uh, at our whole heart because a lot of our heart is, you know, on Memphis. Mm. Um, it's, it's interesting you say that because do you remember before we even found out we were pregnant, before we even really locked in having children, you know, we always said like if it happens, it happens, great, but... Um, I know for me, one of my biggest fears and why I didn't know if I really wanted to have children is because I'd met this guy. He was my soulmate. That's you. And I, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> our life was so fucking awesome. You know, I had this job in breakfast radio. I loved the, you know, the side of it that it brought, you know, like freebies and all that kind of stuff. And then also like we, I got amazing holidays. And so we would always go on holidays and we always had really awesome date nights. And, you know, when you'd come home from your work, we would, the time would be really precious for us. So I, and, you know, in saying that, I've got a lot of friends who got married when we were really young and majority of them have divorced 
Yeah. And a lot of their problems had stemmed from children, different parenting styles, you know, um, and a lot of my girlfriends ended up having to parent their husbands as well. Um, and then, you know, that resentment comes in and they ended up, like I said, majority of them have got divorced. So I was like, why do I want to have a kid? It's going to fuck up our relationship. That was what I used to say all the time, didn't I? Yeah. And I mean- now I'm like, oh my God, like I'm not working in radio. I love Memphis more than anything in this world. And he is, you know, my, like my heart, you know, and I just think, it's crazy, but now I'm like, well, we need to, I need to focus on our relationship as well. Don't forget that. Don't forget that, Heidi, because before that was the most important thing to you. Yeah. Yeah, like I think it's a, a, a fair fear to have because, you know, there is stats out there. I don't know what they would be, mm. but people do get together, uh, have a lovely time as a couple and then introduce a kid into that mix and then that fa- uh, relationship fails because it does change. Like the wife or the husband year. or the mum or dad. And, you know, so you having that fear is genuine and it's it's a fair fear to have mm. because, you know, unfortunately it does happen with a lot of couples and that's really sad because your intention is to have a nice family, yeah. just, you know, the three of you or what, however many you've got. But, um, yeah, I think the way around that is to, like I said, try and spend that time with each other when you can and unfortunately we don't give ourselves or us as a couple uh, as much time as we would like but we do need to suck it up because we've got this little baby that Mm. he is our number one priority but I think we do a pretty good job as to spending time with each other on top of that obviously you got to work I've got to work we need time together we need time apart so it's hard to juggle all that in really in what little time we have. Life is very fast at the moment for us. Like you blink and a week goes by and you, you have a sleep and there's like a month gone by. It's it's crazy. And it, it does scare me at times because you think, shit, we're 35. And mm. who was I was chatting to someone. I'm almost 36. <laughs> I was chatting to someone. Which is nothing other, against age here, guys. We're just saying, you know, we're aging gracefully. But Yeah, yeah. But I was chatting to someone the other day and, um, you know, I think when you have a kid, you go, shit, he's already six months old. Mm. And then, shit, they're going to be at school at four or five. And then, oh, shit, they're like at high school. And then, shit, they're getting married. Okay, you've said enough shit there. <laughs> but you don't. Language I think, warning. I think as an adult, I don't think you really feel like you're aging, but you are as your kid is. So oh, you yeah. feel like you're stopping your own tracks yeah. where the kid's just getting older. Mm. But really, you're moving, you know, parallel to them. Yeah. You know, and I think you forget that. And then when you remember that, you're like, holy crap, my kid's 15, so that means I had him at 35. (laughs) I'm I'm now 50, 50, you know what I mean? So, Uh, No, I I think think about that a lot. And I've thought about, like, my mortality a lot since having him, like, dying. Awesome. That's beautiful. Well, no, but it's just something that... You do know we all die. I know. Fuck off. And sorry for swearing, but he knows that's something that makes me really anxious. But it's something I have been thinking about because it's the age thing. And then, obviously, my parents and seeing grandparents and stuff like I then think oh my god well if Memphis is 10 they're going to be another 10 years older as well and that means they're really aging they're in this the last part of their lives do you know what I mean like the last quarter if you have your life in four quarters Memphis is in his first they're in their last quarter you know and that's scary I think the the thoughts that are fine to have but the ones you don't really want to think about often because they do bring you down like we all know it's a reality and we all know it's going to happen but they aren't 
happy thoughts. No. So just okay. enjoy the time with the family <laughs> and appreciate that and not really think about well, death. I don't know if this is a happy thought as well, but you just triggered something in my mind before that made me think like, oh, I wonder if he thinks that. Do you, you said something about, you know, you change when you have a child. Do you think I've changed? Yeah, I think you have. I think you've changed a hell of a lot. For the good or the better? Um, I mean, for the good or the, or the bad. Or for worse? Um, I think for the better. Um, hands down, I think you've relaxed a lot more. I think your mental health's a lot better. Um, not that it was like woeful before, but we've I had think, moments of darkness, but yeah. I kept it pretty under control. Yeah. But I just think maybe Memphis has been like a real good calming grounding. He's grounding, been quite grounding. Like sort of um I was gonna call him a stone, but you know, just like <laughs> he just really does ground you. And I think being a mum you've really like obviously it comes with its weight, but at the same time it comes with a lot of joy. And I think that joy um has made your brain just relax and just accept who you are. Like, stop wasting time and energy on being like, oh, I don't like the way I like it. Oh, just stewing over stupid stuff. Like, I think even us as a couple, we don't have, we still have our arguments, but we certainly don't stew on them. We're like, time's too precious to waste our energy and just be shitty around each mm-hmm. other. Like, we still do have that every now and again, which is completely normal, but I don't think we stew on the little things that we used to a fair bit and I think that's because of Memphis so you know there's some awesome um things that he's brought to us that he doesn't even know he's done but I think as a couple and and as you're saying about yourself uh has it made you change I think it has uh definitely for the good do you think you've changed um yeah I think so I think I'm probably yeah I don't know I think I have changed I don't know really how I think I'm probably um you know probably home a bit more and um, a bit more family. I don't know if you but... are, if we're being completely honest. Well, I'm back at work. <laughs> yes, you're back at work. And I don't go to, I'm not working he's away He's always anymore. going out with the boys. Oh, here we go. That's a, that's something that, and look, I understand that you need to have your outlet. I get it. And do you know what I mean? And to obviously hang out with your friends and stuff, you can't always, lose yourself. Always going out with the boys. You can't eh? lose yourself. But I mean, if we look back at the last few weekends, you've gone out every weekend with the guys. A few hours, it's all right. <laughs> And then every other And then day. the other night I get a knock on the front door from the next door neighbour the other morning. He goes, oh, you've left your garage open. And I said, oh, cool, no worries to Mel, our neighbour. And he goes, oh, it was so good to see Griffo back for an encore the other night. And I was like, what? So you <laughs> waited till I went to bed and put Memphis to sleep and then you snuck across the road and never told me. <laughs> I reckon you've become a bit more of a party animal. I went back for one beer. <laughs> <laughs> After he eventually went to sleep, and you had the baby monitor, so you were on baby duties. Uh, I, I, I was speaking to some friends last night about, um, you know, like life as a parent and stuff like that. And I definitely have, um, I guess, wanted to release a little bit more of my wild side, like because I think when you're pregnant and then you, you know, you do sometimes get lost as a new mum or a new dad with your identity, which is something we've spoke about in previous. Things, but there's a part of me that's just kind of wanted to let loose a couple of times, not to the crazy old Heidi like London days where I would uh, <laughs> have done Come back drugs and later. alcohol and <laughs> do you know what I mean, which was terrible for my mental health. But um, yeah. I do you know what I mean? I, I don't want to do that because, I, like I said, he's my number one. But there are times that I'm like, oh, I just want to have like a few wines and just forget the world, you know? Like, and I think that's perfectly normal and that's why I still do do that but like I don't it's here it's, he goes justifying his behavior 
Well, when you're getting home at like uh, 10 o'clock at night, that's pretty late these days. So if I'm getting in trouble for getting home at 10 o'clock and going out at like oh, 6. Piss off, mate. The other night you were home at midnight. What? How would you know? You had your bloody fly catcher open. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I think that, like I said, I guess, and that's something that we really try and um, – work on as a team is that we allow each other to have our own time yeah as well as family time it's about as well as your mental health time go get your you know your exercise in that kind of stuff as well as you know then obviously being there for memphis um so how do you honestly feel our <laughs> relationship's going Oh, well, it's funny because I had, like, I remember I went for wines with the girls before Christmas and, you know, they're a couple of my girlfriends that we always speak about relationships. Like, we're just, like, that's the first thing we always delve into. Like, how so are you and Griffo? Five, 5% of the chat and then it's all dirty sex talk. No. I know what you Now it's babies. Like. Now it's babies. We don't talk about sex and we'll delve into that as well, like how our sex life's going. I actually have never felt more content in our relationship, to be honest, and I think for me where I struggle, like I think our relationship's going really well and I think for me a lot of my insecurities have disappeared and like I said, I don't worry. I'm like much more relaxed about a lot of things. I obviously know that um, if anyone has looked into the five love languages, I know that one of yours is acts of service and you should definitely look into this to see if you're speaking the same love language as your partner. It's like psychologically proven that these majority of human beings have these um, love languages through a psychologist who wrote this book and stuff. So the five love languages. Yours is acts of service. So when I'm at home during the day, so I think to myself, so he doesn't think, oh, what the fuck has she been doing all day? (laughs) I know now that I'm like, okay, cool. He will love it if I have even just started dinner or even to think about it, like I've taken some initiative because before I would have been like, ah, he'll sort it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Before and I come baby. Home and there's a massive dent in the seat where your ass cheeks have been all day. <laughs> do you really think that? Of course. I just said no, it. No, you don't, do you? Sometimes. What? Really? Is that do you reckon that nah. a lot of guys think that? <clears throat> Well, it depends. It depends if they it, it, look. I, I get it. There's going to be times that that's all you can be asked on because don't you're gloss bugging. over this with a joke. Like, no, no, do you no. genuinely think that? No, because you know one, the, the ma- reason why our child is almost eight kilos or eight kilos plus is because I am keeping him alive. Yeah. And I'm putting food on the table, which puts food into your belly, which feeds him. So I'm keeping him alive too. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like physically. I'm the one right now because we're not really bottle feeding only one bottle a day. But, like, you do know that, right? I do. Anyway, you obviously got your back up. You just wanted to prove yourself there. No, no I, I just, don't. I just. I think, don't think that. I don't think that because, I mean, look, if you did that day and day and absolutely nothing got done, I'd be wanting a pretty good excuse as to why because you do need to pull your weight. But in saying that, and you should be really careful with this because you know, in the very early days and sometimes we have a good baby, some women or men if they're the stay-at-homes have babies that won't get off them all day but that's why i did state you would have a very good explanation and that is a perfectly good explanation (laughs) well i'm saying yeah because you were trying to pull me up no no i'm just just saying because i want because people listen to this and i don't want them to think like oh my god i should get stuff done but what i'm saying is what i know for you right and because we're talking about our relationship is i know that you love that that's a for me that's me showing my love for you 
that I've got dinner ready, which is fucked to because me, it's I'm not. Respect or yeah, but no, but, that, but that's because yeah. it's your love language. I don't speak that love language, so it doesn't matter to me what you know. And we know with my love language, it's like quality time. I'm words of affirmation. Like I need you to tell me that you love me, and do you know what I mean? Like that's why I'm. I'm such a words kind of girl. Like. My L-O-V-E keys on my <laughs> phone actually don't work anymore because it's on every text. But, yeah, it is interesting, like, what, you know, you, and, that's, and that's stuff that we'd worked on before we had a baby, you know, like we knew yeah, that. Yeah, but, no, I do think they're very important to understand one another's mm. love language because it does help. You can't always be perfect at it, especially if it's not yours because you kind of have to prompt yourself yeah, to you go do. Like, and shit, that's but what that's they the want. Whole point. But, you know, I think there's got to be a bit of respect between one another of mm. going, hey, I do actually understand what they want and I do need to do that. Yeah, it's nothing that really gets me going, but it's not about you sometimes and it's yeah. about just doing it every now and again, you know, and it is highly appreciated, I think we can both say. So long story short, I think our relationship's better than ever, to be honest. Um, I think our sex life and um, is sometimes it's like off the charts, like good in this, because obviously he's six months. We delved into it and we spoke about it. I think it was like episode five or something that we had sex and it was purely because I wanted to see what it felt like and I think I just felt like I owed it to you. I know that sounds bad. Because it's like, you know, with the men, you don't want them to stray. So you've got to give them sex. That's how it feels sometimes. Like, do you know what I mean? Especially in society, like, oh, guys need it. You know, they need it to survive. So I felt like I I, I kind of owed it to you. But now I think we're at a point where like sometimes it's fucking awesome. Do you know what I mean? And then other times it's like non-existent. Yeah, I guess. I mean... You could call it time, but it's also being in the right moment. It's yeah, about having the energy. Yeah, we're not sometimes on the same page. Yeah, and I think that's probably uh, – and that's hard because it's, you know, yeah, sometimes one's got to pull their weight or whatever, but ideally you want to both be on the same page and be like, right, let's get it on. Like you both feel it and you, you get into it. But, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's the best at the moment, but when we have had sex, it's been great. Yeah. But so it's just not often. Quality and- over quantity. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, definitely not much quantity at the moment. <laughs> but well, we had sex in the pool the other day. That was fun. Great, you're telling everyone our secrets. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want to swim in our pool. <laughs> <laughs> but no, at the end of the day, it's all about, I guess, sex isn't everything, but it is important. Well, see, intimacy, I think, is important. Yeah, which I and think we do have a lot and, of that, you know. And that isn't always full sex. Maybe it could be um, a blowjob. Or me, me squeezing your nipples for like squirting breast milk. Like that it gets be, me going. I think it's hot. It could be. It, I know. Which, is, which for me, I go, that's my baby's food. Like, so right, oh, you, you get all hot and throbby. You get all, you start laughing like a little girl going, fire engine. Uh, no, I think for me, it's like, in, like, you know, the fact that we always kiss, we're always touching each other. We're connecting, you know, that is really important. <laughs> what are you giggling at? <laughs> no, I, I agree. And at least we got that. I'm not saying, oh, but thank God we have that. But I think with having that, and that's there, I would say, most of the time yeah. we're around each other, um, that, I guess, fills that void of maybe not having sex as much as we would like. Yeah. I think you are more, the thing that I find really strange, and we've talked about this, is that you are more horny now than you were before. And sometimes, like, because with you worked away and we were, like, really tired all the time because we were both, like, go-getters in our career and stuff. 
that sometimes we wouldn't always have sex. And like I had my libido went funny with hormones and stuff like before I was even pregnant. And then when I was pregnant, it was like non-existent. And then now I've been taking this hormone stuff to help me because my vagina, I thought it closed over, but it was just so, um, and I hate to say it, use the word, but dry. Um, And they say that that happens with breastfeeding. But like, I've never seen you so wanting me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you want me. And you just and, reject me. But that used to be me before. I kind of used to feel desperate sometimes <laughs> before we had a kid. That I would be like, is he not attracted to me? Like, I would sometimes say stuff like that to myself. And me. Yeah. <laughs> because you weren't that horny. Like, I was the hornier one. And now you're like a little horn dog. <laughs> Even I walk around the shop with me hip thrusting going on. <laughs> yeah, but so what's changed for you that way? Maybe because I can't get it, it's making me want it more. And what, so I'm not desperate anymore, so I was a bit desperate before, is that what? Like you weren't attracted to so my desperation? So you're saying I'm desperate? No, no, but I'm saying is that what's changed? So Maybe? you're saying you were desperate before? Yeah, that's what I said, like I used to but feel why, like I was a bit desperate. But why are you saying that you're desperate Because I was I'm not? But I don't, like we, I do tell you that you are desperate, but... <laughs> Desperately, but no, horny, desperate, the same thing. But no, look, it's, yeah. I, I like, think am I more sexy as a mum or something? But you know what it's like if you if it's something that you can't get, you want it more. Maybe it's a bit of that. So that's maybe what I was doing before. Um, but I used to feel like sometimes I had, used to have a quota because society tells you three times a week is normal. Yeah, and, you know, some you're people bad might, for that. Some people might have sex like ten times a day and, and good, good on, on you. Yeah. But, yeah. And some people might be really kinky and awesome. The only time I get real kinky is if I've had a few wines and I think that's because I get confident. The psycho comes so I do have I do have that kinkiness full, about me. Full German porn. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I do I think. I am Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, dear God. But, no, I do think um, we could probably try a little bit more. But it's one of those things, like I said, if we can get to be on the same page, Mm. which is it's not something that you can – maybe it is something we can try and work towards. But it's hard for parents because, like you said, you're going out to work, whoever's going out to work in in other people's families. like, And then you've got to, like you said, be in the right frame of – mind together and you know sometimes after you've tried to put the baby down at night time and if he's kicked and screamed all day and yeah like it's not very often that i think oh geez i would like to go have sex now like i'm feeling sexy he's just like spewed all over me my hair i haven't showered today i've got got head like yeah i really want to have sex with my husband now so sexy and (laughs) the thing is like me and a girlfriend were talking last night guys literally you could (laughs) you could um uh, you know, give me a kiss and straight away you're ready to go. For us, it's a different story. We've got to really work our way into it, you know. It so takes that sounds t- like so I've got effort. myself covered. you just got yes, to Yes, but that's what's unfair, I think. Well, that's so something think, you need to work I on I think then. if I could just go like you straight <laughs> up, then probably I'd have sex more. <laughs> well, maybe But I know I've fig- really got to do it. Figure that out then and get, come back to me. <laughs> okay well we've covered sex what about um i was talking you know because like i said we i tend to talk to my other girlfriend parents and stuff do you feel like now you've gone back to work do you feel like you're carrying a lot like financially like do you feel like you have the financial burden it's funny because you know i think we have touched base on this a little while ago when i finished up i'd finished up fifa and i was like wow that's a big hit to our income 
the intention was for me to be the stay-at-home dad and would just live off your wage, which that mm. that did concern me. Um, and then end of last year, you decided not to go back to work and it was like, Jesus, I never thought we'd be in this position. Um, both unemployed. Both unemployed. Um, but like I said, there's a whole episode on that. And then now, uh, obviously, I'm the breadwinner mm. and I'm in a, a comfortable job. Um, but still there's a big void to be made and you're still doing some work on the side. I do think my brain has somewhat subsided of being so stressed and angst with money, you know. I don't know why. Um, I think Because you've got, to, you've got to believe in abundance. Well, that, and I just think I know we will be okay. And I think deep down I always knew we would be okay, but I think as time's gone by I felt a little bit more and more confident mm. that, that we are going in the right direction with your career uh, is sort of building up uh, your foundations and, and the same with me. So Yeah. Um, but it must be hard, mustn't it? Like for parents, I was thinking about this, a couple of the girls in my mother's group, they've had to go back to work now. Well, when it's not a choice. When like it's if not you're a choice. Big and like, debt and you're living close to like... But you don't even have to be in by, debt like week sometimes. By week. Yeah, it's um, just that... You have to. You both make, a, 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 a you know, a certain wage that might not cover all of the costs that you have. And so you have no choice and then you've got to pay for daycare and it's a whole... It must be so stressful and that is something that we're going to talk about in the next coming weeks i've got one of the girls on from mother's group that's going to chat about having to go back to work mm. full time and yeah that is tough you know for having a you know it's always good for one of the parents to be at home looking after the kid but yeah if it's not a choice that yeah that must be really you know really hard for them um all right well delving back into us what um what frustrates you about me um, not, not that much really. Like, like <laughs> Whoa, I, I am, you know, this is a recording. I am keeping this. <laughs> no, honestly, not much off the top of my head. Like, um, yeah. I know what frustrates me, but it's probably not necessarily you. It's when baby Memph is going next level screaming and we're trying to communicate and support each other, but I think I take out my frustration on you because obviously it's not his fault that he doesn't know how to communicate other than to scream. And do you know what I mean? Obviously something's bugging him, but because I can't help him, I think that brings out the angst and the anxiety. And then so therefore I get short and stuff at you. And so I speak to you rudely. Yeah. And I think then I beat myself up, so I'm frustrated at the whole situation. Yeah, well, because I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have spoke to him like that. And then now there's tension in the air and blah blah blah. And it's like, and so I think when you're at home with the baby all day, and sometimes you're just like, fuck, I can't help you anymore. Like, do you know what I mean? And then so you take it out on you. Yeah. And so, I, like I said, it's not you frustrating me; it's the situation. Yeah, and I, I'd say I'd be like that as well. And, and uh, you know, you do feel that angst. It's, it's never nice to see a baby cry in a heightened state, you yeah. know, and especially when you feel so bloody helpless that you can't, you know, shut them up and comfort them. Um, and then, yeah, you do turn to one another, and especially if you've got slightly different parenting or, you know, one's thinking we should do this and the other one's thinking do that, and then you think that's a stupid idea and then you have an argument. But once again, I don't stew on it because I don't think – I don't have time to, like, seriously waste my energy on petty, like, mm. arguments. That's – that's like I was saying before. That's one thing I think. Well, that's you great. did get a bit shitty this morning about something, and then I was like, "Whoa, mate!" But how long did that last? Okay, <laughs> yeah. what was what was it even about? You know what I mean? Whereas before, that uh, might have been me getting jealous of you talking to girls when you're out. 
Oh, well, it was one girl and she had two guys with us. <laughs> but that's so. what I'm saying. Like, it all started with that. Well, no, when you, the way that you came back and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to bother wasting my energy on you. You're just pathetic. <laughs> but sometimes, like I said, because my mind's not fully with you present sometimes, like I'm thinking about Memphis or I'm like, you know, on this. On your phone. Or on my phone or whatever, which is bad, I know. But maybe that's fr- what frustrates you. Oh, you're on your phone? Oh, no, actually, okay, well then, yeah, it frustrates (laughs) me that whenever I say something after I go out, you always got your back up like as if I've done something wrong, like while we're chatting to a woman. That, I guess, is what frustrates me. One, there's either males or females. You poke the bear and he explodes. (laughs) Most of the population is with males or females and there's a fair chance you're going to chat to males or females when you're out and about. Told you it was going to be a therapy session today, guys. So I think there's nothing wrong with chatting to uh, the opposite sex when you're out and about. No, and I, um, I love talking to guys. Like, I get along. A lot of my mates are guys. What? You know? <laughs> but I do You've get... You've been cheating on me? I sometimes just get jealous of... And I'm like, what were their intentions? Did they know you were it married? It doesn't matter Did you what have a wedding intentions. ring? Did, were you wearing your wedding ring? No, <laughs> I quickly put my, it in my pocket because <laughs> she was... when my inner pretty, devil is like... She was pretty oh. hot, so... Well, because, you know, my I'm not giving him sex. Does he want to get sex somewhere else? Oh, the devil says yes. Yeah, I guess that's what frustrates me because it's like I've done nothing well, There we wrong. go. We got there. Yeah, well... It wasn't that big a deal until you brought it up and then you, you, re, you rekindled. Not no, rekindled. I just thought you, that, you, do you know what I mean? Like for me, that you was stoked fresh. the fire. But then I realised, oh, actually I've spoke to him, like I, he's thinking I've come across differently than how I was intended. Yeah, you come across like I'd done something wrong. Yeah, like, and oh. I wasn't. It was just because I wasn't super present in the conversation. Oh, you're just jealous, so that's... Just, yeah, and also, like I said, I was on my phone too, so... Yeah, you know. so yeah, that's what... <laughs> jealous frustra- and on my phone. That's what frustrates me, what, we on <laughs> Tinder or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, any other questions that you want to ask me? I, th- I thought it was interesting because I know other friends have worried about this and stuff and um, that their partners have got jealous of their relationship with the baby. No, I think we do a you pretty know, good job and, you know... I think you being the mother a bit more maternal, like you are going to spend a bit more time with him than I am. One, because I'm obviously at work. But, you know, when I come home, I, you, you know, you are the feeder, the provider for him. So, of course, you're going to be around him a bit more than I am. So it doesn't bother me because I still think that we do get enough time in there. Um, I think it would be nice to have a few more date nights. But it is hard because we're really trying to stick with the sleep. Um routine at the moment on top of that my parents are away and your parents aren't over here so you just got to ride the wave but you know we're looking forward to a couple of nice date nights when your parents get here which would be nice to have someone else look after memphis just for a couple of nights Mm. um so i think yeah if you've got family or friends that you're happy to leave your kid with yeah i think that's a really awesome thing to have some people don't have that so it makes it really hard like my girlfriend soph was saying hi soph because she loves the podcast um she was saying that although you might not have support around you still ensure you know and this is for people who might not you know be able to give their kid to anyone still ensure that you make that date night once a week even if you know as soon as the babies have gone to bed just an hour for you guys have a drink have a laugh do you know what I mean connect in some way don't maybe speak about the baby and just have that whether you're out or not do you know what I mean like have the date night at home with each other yeah make that commitment you know I, I do think that is important and it, it you think oh how how hard can one hour a week be and you think, but it's like it oh, actually can be a yeah. bit hard it sounds pretty pathetic but 
when you throw a baby into it, work, mm. maybe finance, stress, um, fatigue. Yeah. And like the thing that. is, we have got a really good baby, I think. And unfortunately for some people, there's, they've run into so many issues with their their children. And, you know, you speak to people and they're like, household. I've had a good baby and I've had a bad baby. And, yeah, and so you can imagine the stress that it would have on you, you know. The whole family, the whole house. Yeah. So it, it can be hard to relax. And sometimes you're like, I don't actually want to spend an hour with you. Mm. I'm in a shit mood, you're in a shit <laughs> mood or, or whatever. You're just so then I guess you need to have that conversation and go, look, I'm not really vibing the date night tonight, but let's make it tomorrow and start afresh. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's nice to lock it in right every Sunday at 4 o'clock. But if that doesn't work, you need to be a bit flexible because every day is a different day. You don't know how you're going to be, what mood. And don't try and force something, I think, if you're not feeling it because it probably end up in an argument, especially if you're already tired and stressed with family life. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, What what would you suggest to try and have an extra bit of time together? Is there something that that you could give up or...? Um, or do better? Well, my thing is because I obviously like to exercise for mental health and stuff like that, but I don't know if you've noticed, but I don't really haven't been to the gym in yeah. six months. I went the other day for the first time, and then when I first had the baby, I went a couple of times, and I, I know with your working, I was always going to go at the end of the day after work, but if I'm being completely honest with you, one, I'm so tired. I'm such a morning person, so I'd prefer to get up before he's even awake or, you know, when he's having his first sleep and do some exercise. Um, and two, I would have I want to spend that time with you in the afternoon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't yeah, I don't know if you did notice that, but I've given up my and, and I still go for walks, try and go for walks every day because like I said, I need to do something for my mental health. But I have given up pretty much exercising outside the house and I just go to, um, you know, stuff on do stuff on YouTube and that. Yeah, and I guess that is something that you, you need to... So, yeah. We all need to change as well because, yeah, family time is important and unfortunately there's things that I don't do what I might have used to do um, mm. and it's not for forever. No, um, but that's, why, that's what the way that I see it as well and I'm like just as long as I'm getting some kind of exercise in but for me... I would much rather have that time in the afternoon for you. And then, you know, like today we're going to go out and have, um, you know, have some fun as a family and we'll, yeah. we'll either go to the club or we're going to have a couple of drinks here at home. But we're making that time to connect because we're really good at sitting down and watching our binge shows, but then we're not really talking. But we do we're, – we're together, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I do think that – my like I really liked my friend Sophie's advice. Just really make sure you have that date time um, together. Yeah, you know, no, at least important. once a week, whether it's at home or or not. Um, but okay, well, we are going to wrap it up because we talked a lot, which I think has been really nice. This therapy session's been fabulous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a two hundred dollar payment <laughs> for a yeah. psychologist. Um, but before we go, I just thought let's end on a high. What do you love about me? And also just to feed my ego. Oh, jeez. She's put me on the spot here. I don't know. You're just such a, an amazing person. Just and keep I, telling me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Backtrack, Griffo. No, you just are an amazing person. You're very oh, inspiring and, like, you're, you're so warm and kind-hearted and you're an amazing mum and Memphis and I couldn't be more um, happier and proud of you and just Aww. so happy to have you as, um, you know, a mum and, a, and a, a wife. <laughs> 
makes me emotional. And whenever you go out with the boys, I'll always get those beautiful, nice texts. That's because I feel bad. So I'm like, I'll back her in with a nice little... Because he knows me, because my words of affirmation, remember... That is what my love language is. I'll quickly get it out of the way before I've had a few too many (laughs) drinks and then the message doesn't make sense. (laughs) Oh, thanks, babe. And I've just loved watching you become a dad. I think you're amazing. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're awesome. (laughs) Love you. Um, All right, well, we're off to have sex. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, we're waiting for our son to wake up. But um, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, we've loved sharing this journey with you. And um, we have set up a Facebook group, which I forgot to tell you about at the start of this ep. It is um, First Time Parents on Facebook, and it's a private group that we're going to support each other. You can have honest conversations. We'll share stuff about the podcast there. so yeah, make sure you get around it. It is the private Facebook group on um, Facebook, <laughs> First Time Parents. And a massive shout out for our sponsors today, ergobaby.com.au. Make sure you check it out. I've got the Ergo Baby Omni 360, the cool air mesh carrier. And oh my God, I absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with it. But if you want to check them out, all the W's, ergobaby.com.au. And for 15% off, use the code Heidi15. All right. Love you guys. See ya. Bye.